0: So, what color would your lightsaber be if you were a Jedi?
1: If I was a Jedi, I've actually thought this. Uh, I think about it quite often, like hot pink, like your sweater that you're wearing right now, um, which is really annoying. I do like pink. It's a very underrated color. People often judge me for liking it too much, but if I, if I, I would want like a, I would want like a, a mood uh, kind of. Lightsaber. That kind mood of just ring like, lightsaber? Yeah, mood ring lightsaber that would kind of just go with the mood that I, I'm in. Like, if you're basically happy, rainbow. what color is it? If I'm happy, uh, y- yellow. If you're sad? Purple. If you're if you're pissed? Red, obviously. Really? Okay. Anger, All right. right, Yeah. The dark side. Yeah. So this
0: it, basically this would, lightsaber... Because But
1: I mean, the main reason is I have commitment issues. I was so just going like, to say,
0: outlines your commitment issues. Like I can't just pick a color. That's why I would want
1: all the colors all the colors i mean when we bought all shout them. out to our first episode when we bought our lightsabers because we got distracted on starting this podcast yeah i couldn't decide what color i wanted so i got the multi-colored disc so i could change them whenever i wanted
0: yeah that's true yeah but what color would yours be? uh aubergine obviously welcome you mean eggplant to the no aubergine is eggplant the, egg, aubergine it's a aubergine is a color and eggplant's a fruit
1: it's a, <laughs> first of all it's a vegetable <laughs> it's a, and it's the a same veggie. thing whatever same i don't thing. eat
0: fruits or veggies so aubergine it literally is means nothing to eggplant. me
1: okay all right let's get started welcome to another episode of the amateur renaissance men podcast i'm rob i'm george uh today's episode episode three we'll be talking about a few things kind of pertaining to the last two episodes we'll, we'll, we'll talk about uh, what kind of master classes we've watched so far yeah um some of our influences. We'll go um, in more into. I know yeah. we talked
0: about it a little bit in the
1: last episode. Kind of a little we'll bit just more depth. Delve a little bit deeper into that. Um, we'll talk about our top five lists, and we'll explain what that means a little later. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then I think we'll we'll talk about what our dream jobs would be, or who has yeah, the best who job. Who we think has the best job? Yeah. Okay, so let, let's roll into masterclass. Yeah, let's just roll into masterclass. Are you you're going to keep go,
0: doing this. You're getting overly familiar with like disc jockey lingo. This has changed you already. What are
1: you talking about?
0: We're just going to roll right into it. How's that hey, dish hey guys, we're just going to roll right into it. Coming up next on Fox FM, uh, where we go.
1: Okay, back to business. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep this serious. This is a serious podcast. We are not underneath the comedy uh, Actually, statue. we are. Oh, I'm, we are? That's a mistake. I'm pretty sure we are. We're supposed to we're just, be in the arts. Just the entertainment one. We're supposed to be in the arts. This is a fine, established podcast. We, we don't podcast.
0: know anything about art. People, people going oh, through podcasts. That's right, we're, amateurs. Yeah, we're amateurs. We don't we're right. Yeah, we're not We're not professionals at anything. People listening to this are we're just... We're going to be Perman soon, though.
1: We're going to be Perman. We're going
0: to be hashtag Perman. Shout out to Professional renaissance men. Professional renaissance men.
1: Okay, so some of the master classes that I've watched so far, I've watched the Howard Schultz one. is a Starbucks CEO. It talks about business leadership. The Bob Iger one, which is the business CEO of... Uh, uh, <laughs> the business the business CEO, business CEO? Mm, the Disney CEO All right, the CEO of, of Disney of business strategy and leadership uh, we've both watched the Steve Martin comedy one yeah that's, um, that's that was probably my one. favorite so, that's the only one so I've far. seen
0: through through the, to the end
1: uh, I've watched David Lynch with the creativity in film and then I've started the Dead Mouse one about music production so like going back to the last episode I thought you I so, about, haven't you also seen that we're in the Herzog partially i've started that a little, a little sorry say that journal, again the, say it again we're in the Herzog. wow it's like he's in the studio with we're, us we're in the Herzog. oh wow i was in the mandalorian you're in the mandalorian i was in the Mandalorian
0: let me see the baby
1: <laughs> that's eerily good
0: may i offer you a libation if i close to my eyes right, right now i feel like the conclusion of our
1: right. shared narrative okay okay I'm gonna try to keep this back on track all right so uh i thought um the steve martin one was was probably the best one that i've watched so far Mm-hmm. um it kind of hit home a lot like you don't realize like how much of a legend and and just like how well established steve martin is and, and then you actually hear him talking and you're like wow this guy has just like a multitude of wisdom to share it with you
0: he had a nice he had a nice suit too i yeah. noticed that he had a nice Red aubergine too. suit he had a nice <laughs> aubergine jacket you're obsessed with that word oh, it's a color uh, well but it looked good. Tomato, tomato. One of the first things I noticed, he's a very well put together yeah. person with a very nice aubergine jacket.
1: Which ones have you watched so far?
0: Well, I've seen the Steve Martin one through and through. Unlike you, I don't tend to to suffer from these commitment issues hmm. that you kind of do. You bounce so around. I, uh, I, I don't really bounce around. I started the Steve Martin. Okay, please, please don't do that. He's playing footsie with me under the table. He's, the tight ca- he's caressing my shin with his bear like feet with my fred flintstone feet it's fred flintstone feet please please stop okay sorry. please stop i'm not gonna ask you again okay moving on or sorry should i say back to the topic yeah i watched the steve martin one all the way through that was the first one i watched um really good we can go into that a bit later Mm -hmm. uh i then started watching uh natalie portman's acting one nice and she's she's just amazing it's probably my the most and interesting one I've been yeah. watching so far but I've been I need I need to like commit to it more
1: yeah I mean uh, we we'll, we'll talk it's
0: about it our... it's hard to find time to sit sit, sit down it is and... it, yeah
1: you know, it's a huge commitment but I mean it's it's worth it right Definitely. um but going into our top five we'll, we'll explain kind of our interests and what we're pertaining to and it'll basically uh represent why we've watched the ones we've watched so far uh and Rob watching the acting ones and I've watching the production ones the music mm-hmm. ones um i did also watch a little bit of the david lynch one that guy's an interesting character very that guy is so so deep into like creativity and his own mind and thought yeah. process and creative process that is just like astounding
0: is, yeah the production is put together very well like you just on that one. you
1: just think about his uh what well, his body of work and what he's able to create and, and his kind of like timeline on his uh growth and it's just like inspiring on on how he's able to kind of develop what he thinks into something physical
0: yeah exactly the main theme that i got from when i was watching was how he he talks most about the process of making something that's in your head that's not exactly quote-unquote real yet and then bringing it to life making it an actual entity and it's pretty interesting if you think about how much needs to happen for someone to literally just make a movie or i mean this would apply to people who want to do business who want to yeah. like, excel in sports. Strange guy, though. Very yeah. strange guy. Very strange guy. But cool. Smokes like a chimney, you can tell.
1: Yeah, yeah. He was going through a pack, uh, a, an episode, literally. I-, I could smell the cigarette smoke yeah. just watching that. Pretty, know- pretty ballsy, I respect yeah. that. Yeah, I did too. Um, but yeah, even going back to that idea of like fleshing out thoughts into things uh, and, and the uh, War of Art by Steven Pressfield, mm-hmm. um, he brings up this concept of saying like, um, back in ancient Greece, the, they had these muses that would basically influence artists, philosophers, um, and basically saying that these ideas are already created in like the atmosphere. They're, they're in the, in another realm. Yeah. Um, but like the muses grant like the, the people there as vessels to create this art. So I always thought that was an interesting concept and, and David Lynch goes into more about how to etch that out and how to actually basically create it. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So I think they're pretty cool. Um, Let's talk about some of our influences um okay well for me i
0: started with uh seth MacFarlane, just justin roiland i, I yeah. love cartoons and i think it's so cool how those guys just make it and they do the voices they have control over as far as i know they have control over what they put out there yeah and they can literally just make what they want and i have- spend all day in a booth just doing voices and screaming and yelling
1: they have they have a heavy hand in, into all production. Yeah, I think it's that's I, cool. I think that's I think that's phenomenal. Yeah, um, some of my influences are are very similar, like thematic wise. Um, uh, I've been obsessed with like uh, artists like Dead Mouse and Tyler the Creator. Those are very two um, huge artists in their own respective genres that have kind of just wanted to create everything themselves, from the artwork to the sounds to the production to the shows. And um, it kind of represents who they are as individuals and like kind of that creative mind that they have and saying like, this is my vision, this is what I want kind of thing. And, and they're yeah. purists. That's, that's essentially what it is. Like yeah. they're obsessed about it. It's, it's pretty cool. I
0: also wrote down some some duos.
1: Yeah, that's
0: we're, we're a two-man operation yeah. here, except Alan who sometimes comes in to help with production, but he's not here Shout right out now. to Alan. Shout out to Alan. Uh, I actually can't stand that guy. But so I've got... Um, Rhett and Link. We okay. talked about them already. Yep. And you can't you can't have a list of duos without bringing up Rhett and Link. Those guys are on the
1: Mount Rush more of duos I'm pretty in sure. our books.
0: It's both of their faces. It's like conjoined yeah, twin literally. version of like yeah, Mount Rushmore. Like half and half. Yeah. Um, then we've got Key and Peel. Need no yes. introduction.
1: Honestly, that was a huge like part of, of my because I used to watch them on Mad TV a lot as yeah. well. Oh, you did! I, I never, I never I, got into that. I loved Mad TV growing up. That was like my favorite thing watching with my dad as, like as a kid, and it was just like seeing all those sketches and and all their characters that they put on onto TV um, was was so interesting to me. Um, but then they made their own show, Key and Peel too. That was a, that was a big influence for both of us. Yeah, and just saying like duo dynamics and how they feed off of each other and how they create together and like kind of raise each other up.
0: The skits are amazing. I They're love. They're brilliant. I love those. The production
1: value that I goes into I think we should do that well at some point. Out. I would love to. That's we been should a do that at some point in this podcast. Yeah. Is
0: like if we develop more of i think we're on the brand. right path and yeah. like
1: especially with these last few episodes we've been putting a lot more thought and structure into like developing ideas so mm-hmm. like that's like kind of like a stepping stone of how to get there so that's that's definitely on the uh yeah on the it's on lot. the to-do list yeah it's on the, it's to-do, on the list. to-do list yeah, yeah.
0: and then the another duo i got is the step brothers we've got oh man i don't even remember what i don't remember what their first names are but I'm i know but, it's dragon and nighthawk and, and nighthawk yeah yeah uh, Dr- brendan
1: and dale shout out to brendan and dale yeah um I can't believe that was a real film too. That was like such an That's the best part about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, two guys who just put their differences aside. You're more Dale and more Brendan. I would think so. Yeah, right? Dale is Dragon, right? Yes. Yeah. You, you're Nighthawk. Um, I no, think. No, wait. Who's the, so we, we need a fan who's to the fact check like that.
0: Who's the, who's, the guy, who's the guy with the curly hair? I'm the curly-headed fuck.
1: No, you're the curly. They, both have curly, they hair, both have curly right? head. They both have curly. Yeah, that was a little. I'm literally your curly-headed. Cute fox. little trap. Yeah, Yeah, you're, you're yeah you did. You curly. did get. You did get me on that. But you're you're the guy with no pants. He's always just wearing tighty He's playing with the drums. Okay, yeah. So that is yeah. Dragon. That's Dragon. And I have a stellar singing voice. You do the voice of an angel. Yeah, and Fergie.
0: And Fergie. Yeah, he's a mix of Jesus and Fergie combined. God, Love that is it. such an amazing movie. It might be my favorite movie of all time.
1: I've probably watched that movie, No Lie, a hundred times. Yeah. Like I've always joked about it. And I think we've, we've joked about it together. It's like, I think we could probably rewrite that script just based off memory. If we just yeah. like watch it and then we'll just like write it as we go kind of thing.
0: Yeah. And we would be able to almost do a shot for shot remake. It's annoying. How, it's cause...
1: annoying. It, I'm always that guy watching that movie, watching it with people. I'll say like the quote as it's going along. Yeah. And I'm just being that guy in the room that was just like, yeah. Hey, let's just watch the movie. And are like, no, but it's It's so very daunting.
0: annoying unless you're also that guy, which I do sometimes. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, that works, right? Yeah. It was a big influence for us, like, especially our, our comedic sense and our comedic appreciation. Yeah. It's such a bonehead movie, but it's just like it's a classic. Not, it's actually brilliant. I think it's, it's brilliant. I think it's it's low-key brilliant. Key brilliant. Yeah. That, like, super bad. Those kind of movies are it just like... It appeals
0: to boneheads like us.
1: Yes. They got us for sure. They but.
0: got... We were in their demo. Yeah. That's, that's uh, slang for demographic. Nice. In case nice. you didn't
1: know. We're in their demo. We're in their dems. What are some other influences you got?
0: Um... Uh, no, you go. You go. I I, got, I, I did the duos. I and got. I, did...
1: I got. I mean, you know, you can put like the classics, like uh, huge icons, like Jim Carrey. Uh, Conan's a big one for us. I think Conan, Conan has been like a huge inspiration for us. Yeah. Um, just being, in my opinion, one of the greatest talk show hosts ever. Uh, he's kind of like again on that Mount Rushmore of just um, his ability to uh, host something, his ability for um, comedic writing and uh, and execution, and and his skits are probably. Some of the best remotes you'll ever see from talk show hosts. Yeah, because he just has this like he's just naturally intris- intrinsically funny, right? Yeah. Um, and also you look up to him because he's about your height. Yeah, he's a tall and, he's and a your tall skin tone too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's probably why I like him too so much. Yeah, maybe yeah, you have maybe. an affinity
0: for um, tall white, very guys. tall white guys. Oh,
1: that can be taken wrongly, but
0: hey, yeah, use your imagination. Folks. Yeah, could be taken wrongly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let me ask you this: yeah. Who do you think? in this world has the best job, the best job. Yeah. Who do you think has the best job? And if that plays into your influences, I,
1: I actually had this conversation yesterday. I'm glad you asked this Okay. as a kid, the, the person who I idolize and I, I used to watch like the food network a lot as a kid Yeah. and saying like, As a good, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was so cute. The way I said that, yeah. wasn't it? Um, guy Fieri. it's Fieri, but Fieri, yeah. Fieri, Fieri, uh, that guy, triple D diners, drive-ins and dives. Had probably like the best job I could think that exists. I was like, this guy gets paid to go around film these like funny, kind of half serious like cooking show where he just eats like cool foods around and meets Lisa like inter- like entertaining people and just like has fun with it. Yeah, I was like obsessed with that concert. Was like, dude, this guy travel travel eating is so like is a a, it's a travel show,
0: a travel eating show. I mean, is that like, what Anthony Bourdain did?
1: Anthony Bourdain did it. Uh, Adam Richman, remember Man uh, versus Food? Do you ever oh, watch that yeah, show? Oh yeah, I did That's watch him. that Adam show. Richman. Like, the, those guys were like, okay, like, that was a this big is a real kid. thing.
0: Yeah, he was a big guy. He's that a guy. big boy, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but, like, again, like, one of those things where it's like, okay, this is an avenue that, like, people can do this. So I always thought that was interesting. Um, and then, like, obviously, like, people like Gordon Ramsay. Gordon it's just yeah. like, yeah, he's you, just a legend.
0: You fucking dick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Donkey. Idiot sandwich. Yeah. Chef. What are you? Um, I'm
0: an idiot sandwich chef. <sighs>
1: How about you? What do you think is, is that dream job?
0: Well, it, mine plays almost directly into my influences. I think mm-hmm. so like Seth MacFarlane and Justin Roiland, like I said, guys who literally just stay in a booth yeah. and just do a bunch of voices and then create their own show. I think that's pretty great. But I also learned a little bit after I finished my little binge of The Witcher, mm-hmm. I learned a bit more about Henry Cavill. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his last name yeah. correctly.
1: First of all, what is a best of it? That guy's just a. What a specimen. A, the ultimate stati, status of, of beauty.
0: Yeah, ultimate beauty status. He is apparently a huge gamer. Yeah, I've heard. A monster of a gamer. So I'm like, that I'd say it's not even my guilty pleasure because I'm, I don't feel guilty about no. it. I'm very. I kind of have. Most of my tank tops are like Warcraft or Halo yeah. related anyway, and Star Wars, obviously. I mean, your
1: shoulders look good in them, anyways.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's why I wear them to show off my, my bowling ball shoulders. Yeah, nice but so he basically just works out um acts and then games, games. that sounds like that's oh, like the, trifecta. the coolest life yeah ever. yeah
1: no it's pretty i mean i
0: mean it would probably be better if i was also as good looking as him but i don't think anyone his, on the planet i mean i
1: his i'm a straight man but i mean i'm just I saying mean, yeah just hey i'm just saying lock that, me in a room with we, him and if there's tootsie rolls involved who knows you what's do gonna the happen. math yeah. you do the math who knows his story about like how you uh got the role for superman was pretty funny <laughs>
0: Yeah, he was playing WoW, and he didn't answer his phone. Was he in a a dungeon or a raid? Yeah, so he said he was playing World of Warcraft, and his phone was ringing, and because he was in a dungeon, he just didn't
1: answer it. That's commitment right there. Yeah,
0: I mean, as as it should be. I would expect nothing less from a gentleman of his caliber.
1: It was meant to be. So, like, not to kind of say this is parallel universe, but we were playing WoW one time. And that saved my life. And I saved his life by playing WoW with him.
0: Yeah, I almost got indirectly deregistered from university, school. un unenrolled un- un- from all my classes. We were
1: queuing up for probably Dungeon or Raid or and, PvP. And, and we're we're on the mics together and I said, Hey, have you uh did you uh submit your application for next semester? No, it's the deposit. Oh the deposit, yeah. I submitted the, the application, which is very The deposit's the important part. Yeah, but even though it's it, a transaction. Yeah. Um but he got right on that. If if we hadn't played WoW, you probably would have been deregistered.
0: It was d- i had 12 hours to you probably would have gone my deposit you
1: probably would have spiraled into drugs and alcohol if you missed that semester i did so, uh, so, WoW, so wow saved your life video
0: game saved my life yeah i'm WoW. like dead shout uh, out dead ass shout yeah. out to wow but dead ass i would have been unenrolled from each of my classes yeah. that i was already registered in had i not yeah put the pedal to the metal and figured out how to get my deposit to the school in the next eight hours yeah and we did that like you you told That's me wild. about that like 11 p.m and it was due the next morning so i had to fucking really get it done that's awesome it was just meant
1: to be yeah it was it was A little guardian so there angel go. there you go maybe who knows yeah. maybe you'll get that phone call for superman
0: one day who knows
1: just put that out in the universe um yeah so another one of like kind of my dream jobs I'll, before we wrap up here yeah uh, i've kind of shifted towards more of the music production side I, I would love i'm like obsessed with like djs and like that lifestyle they live where they literally bounce around from country to country and just play like cuz I'm a night owl my right. hours range from like 2 to 6 a.m. Yeah. So that's the kind of like peak time to thrive and just like bounce around from city yeah. from from dingy nightclub to dingy nightclub and just like just hey whatever happens happens Right. It's it's dark in here. I'm confused. There's music. There's vibes. There's energy. energy just
0: people are just touching yeah, each other.
1: Yeah, man. It's just sweaty. It's just close. Sometimes intimate. on
0: purpose. Sometimes by accident.
1: Hey, man. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. All right. So let's let's wrap up here. Yeah. Okay, so I know I talked about um, how we were going to discuss our top fives, but uh, we've been going on for 19 minutes now, so let's save that for the next episode because we want to go into it as in-depth as possible. Good call, yeah. Um, So we'll save that for the next one.
0: And be sure to join us next week because we have a huge guest coming in. You know him from his role of Kylo Ren in Star Wars and showing off his skills as a two-time SNL host, Adam Driver in the studio next week.
1: What? What? No we don't.
0: Yep. Adam Driver is gonna be in here next week. I promise. No you dude, not. don't promise anything you'll nope, listen to. Nope, we nope. Can't I, called on. Them, I called him I called him and he said he was gonna come. You don't know him. Adam Driver, ladies and gentlemen. George, I want you to edit in a huge applause. I'm not editing in Adam applause. Driver, huge applause.